And I, for one, welcome our new gentlemen, overlords. Who? Now that's a team I can work with. I love it. I love bringing people together. How we doing? Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gentlemen Overlords. I'm Andrew. I'm Max. I'm Robert. Fellows, what is the happening, huh? Ooh, that's it's a, ter- a lovely day movie. for... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were asking about M. Night Shyamalan's Night's gift masterpiece. to the garbage cans. Gift uh, to the garbage cans. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I was going with that one. <laughs> I like it. I've never heard that phrase before, but I kind of like it. Made it up. This is M. Night Shyamalan's gift to the garbage can. <laughs> They love getting filled up. It feels like, yeah, it feels like a very old timey, like movie reviewer burial of a movie. Mm -hmm. And this, this one I call a gift to the garbage can. (laughs) A trip to the movies. Yeah, exactly. That's sort of, yeah. Anyways, Robert, what was the, uh, what was the joke you were trying to shoot off talking over Max? No joke. I mean, it was just like an observation. I was looking outside and thinking, man, what a beauty. What a beautiful day. Yeah, it was really hot. <laughs> what a joke. What <laughs> yeah, a joke. Yeah, jokesta. Um, ho- hopefully uh, not so nice that the trees decide to turn on us. Am I right? <laughs> oh, yes. Like Max's uh, yes, thing. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Anyways, let's talk about some movies. You know how I know Ben doesn't listen to the podcast is that like he's never demanded uh, royalties for his uh, voice appearing on. It's true. So that's how I know he's not listening. That greedy. I thought he did. (laughs) I thought he did demand that. And And then we beat the shit out of him and he never asked again. Yeah. We broke his thumbs. Yeah. We took care of it. Don't Uh, worry about that. Robert, what movies have you seen? Um, Quite a few. I watched uh, Patriot Games with Jamie, which is the Jack Ryan, uh, Harrison Ford as Jack Ryan um, movie. What's the he, What's the, the Mark Wahlberg movie that takes place around the Boston bombing? The is, pa- or, that is, is it like, just called Patriot? It is like, but it does there's, have the There's the Patriot, Patriot with, uh, who is that? Mel Gibson? Yeah. Wait, yes. Yes, let me. I'll and then maybe it, that's just called Patriot. Maybe Patriot Day. Um, oh, that might be it. Uh, yes, I think you're right. Um, Patriot Games, though, he he thwarts an attempt on the Royals' life by um, like a um, an offshoot of the IRA, and basically like gets his family embroiled in this uh, kind of uh, situation. It's crazy. It's uh, it's what late nineties Harrison Ford. It's good, good stuff. I like uh, I like the summation of a movie that this character gets into a situation is like a very like. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it's an older movie too, but like if you haven't seen it, it's like it's pretty. It's exciting. I don't know. I'm also not like a big Tom Clancy film guy in particular, but I think like Harrison Ford is great. That's pretty peak Ford, so I think it's worth checking out. How do you rank uh, Harrison Ford amongst the Jack Ryan portrayals? Gotta be number one with Baldwin closing the gap. <laughs> what about um, John Krasinski? 
Um, no, 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 no. no well, I haven't no, seen no. him in it, but I've heard. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about it. He seems like a really um, nice guy, though. But uh... mainly, what I've seen is so many Marvel movies. Because why? Um, my buddy on the Dose Cord, Fish, mm-hmm. uh, has watched so watches so many movies and has watched so many movies this year and, and claims um, that he was like sort of running out and he was like, fine, I'm just going to do it because he's always been kind of against them in general and it doesn't particularly like comic book movies and superhero movies. So he like went through all of them with a couple breaks for some directors in between. Like I think he would like stop after like a couple of them and like watch another in the, that director's sure. filmography or whatever. Really blank checking it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a big blank check fan, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I think that's part of the inspiration watching all those those filmographies at the same time. I want to say, since the start of the year, he's watched over five hundred movies. What? Yes. The start of this year. Yes. Oh, it's insane. It's like, he, and he's like, "You guys ready to start? I'm starting the next one." I'm like, "Nut, you <laughs> didn't move. What happened? Did you get water? What's going on?" Um, <laughs> He's just, and he's a big, it's, it's oh, great. Sounds like a, a fish, sounds like literally a fish out of water. <laughs> yes. 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 If you didn't, I was yes. going to. Um, so watched a ton. Uh, uh, I well, mean, I feel the, like I've what was been the watching. Best, what was the best rewatch of this current batch? Man, that's really tough. And like some, I was like coming in on at the same, like some of them I was synced up perfectly. And other times I was like coming in on them, like sure. after they had started or whatever. Um, loved seeing Black Panther again. Mm-hmm. Such a beautiful movie and like so much good stuff going for it. Um, Ragnarok, of course. I feel like I, re- I was trying to remember recently, but I feel like that just ranks really high for me. Um, and also like Infinity War, even though it's such a big team movie, mm-hmm. is like, God, what an event. Like that was so fun to see. And I want to say that like, that's when like movie pass maybe uh wasn't allowing you to like double up on tickets and stuff Mm -hmm. i swear it was that weekend they were like we have a change you can't immediately go and go see another movie with the same kind or whatever and it was like "Ooh, they know this is going to be just like killer like and it was i mean it was Mm -hmm. i I don't remember how many times i saw it but it was pretty great um but yeah the guardians really hold up again seeing again the ant-mans are so fun like i really enjoy those as smaller stakes. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. in the first movie they're like, Hey, if anyone, if they mass produce this suit, the world will be covered with a uh, little wasp guys that can kill you instantly. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But, um, no, ultimately I, I just had a good time going back and, and seeing some of them. Um, they're just so rewatchable for yeah. me. So it was, it, that's hopefully not a cop out. I just saw a, a ton of them. Homecoming again was fun too. The reveal in homecoming is so, uh, great. Yeah. Loved it. Are you, you you mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy? Are you excited about the new uh, Suicide Squad coming out? Did you watch the trailer for that? Yes, I've seen the yeah. Am I? What does that have to do with Guardians? Because it's James Gunn. Oh oh, I mean yeah, it's I certainly am looking for more uh, different directorial takes in the DC universe, and they have nowhere to go from but up from the previous Suicide Squad. So I say go for it. It's 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 cool because I heard at one point and I haven't gone back and kind of looked on purpose, but like they cast so many different weird one-off characters and you see some of them in the trailer and you also don't see a lot of them in the trailer. And I was like, I feel like they're really they're they're front-loading it a ton because they want you to have 
a bunch of casualties. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Max, anticipate Harley Quinn will be the first to perish. <laughs> Max, what about you? What are you excited about it? I am. I, I cautiously, right? Yeah, same. I, it looks pretty good. I think it'll be fun, regardless. I even had some fun in the first Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, despite I, what some people say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for this one though, and I I wonder if it does mean that you know maybe they they are clawing their way up out of the Snyderverse. Yeah, it does. It feels much more like a James Gunn movie just from the trailer. It feels like more of a James Gunn movie than a DCEU movie, which is kind of mm-hmm. a refreshing thing to say and think about a, a, a DC extended universe movie. Well, yeah, after after Batman versus Superman, I think I was just I was basically just like, please just make one-off movies right but uh, ultimately it was there's too much drive to like have it all interconnect when like what if your one-off movie was like good enough to necessitate a sequel and it didn't always have to combine i know the vault they're going to do flashpoint and all that stuff eventually but mm-hmm. just like again it just feels like too early like just take some swings just yeah. do some fun stuff this looks i'm i'm We've said so many times how burnt out we've been by dc stuff but like i'm pretty optimistic i i think it'll be a fun one yeah so. Have you, is that it for the movies you've seen, Rob? Yeah, yeah. I think other than, yeah, that, that was most of my time was like sure, a bunch of those. Sure. Max, what about you? Uh, I finished up the, the Bourne movies, watched Bourne Legacy with Jeremy Renner mm-hmm. and uh, Oscar Isaacs for, for a hot minute. He's oh. in that one? I don't remember that. Yeah, hmm. I didn't either. It turned out I watched both of these movies. I wasn't sure. Uh, but yeah, this, these are rewatches, both of them. And I didn't remember Oscar Isaacs being in it at all. And then uh, Jason Bourne was the one where Matt Damon comes back. They don't mm-hmm. have Jeremy Renner in it at all. And then they just kind of rehash everything that they've done in the series before. <laughs> and it's fairly boring. He's, he sits down with a friend. He's like, oh, man, let me tell you about the last like 10 years. And then just like it's a recap of the first three movies. Yeah, it, it would be fun. I mean, some of it is a re- like. The, there is a scene at the end of the last movie that Matt Damon's in mm-hmm. that, that starts playing out halfway through this like next movie. And it is just kind of weird how it's like, wait, was that part of this one? Mm-hmm. Uh, Meaning like there was a fight happening s- concurrently or something. Not, that... a, not a fight. It was, so there's a scene where um, at the very end of the movie, like he's, talking to a, the cia lady who helps him by the way like if there's a lady in the cia uh in a born movie they're going to help jason Bourne. like that's that's I think matt three damon what do you so expect far. he's got those blue eyes <laughs> Not always baby. oh i guess jason Bourne is always matt damon. <laughs> so they, they can't they can't help it they can't resist that born charm yeah born uh i was gonna do maybe he's born with it there, yeah, maybe <laughs> there it's go. Maybelline. Good, I love you. Oh my but, God, did uh, you hear the, that, Robert? <laughs> shut, shut it down. Yeah, Wait, that's a good, that's a good one to end on. The answer is yes. Yes, it's like it's like you're Jason Bourne, and I'm a lady in the CIA, <laughs> and I'm gonna uh, push a book into your neck. <laughs> he does that, right? <laughs> sure. Uh, so at the end of the the last movie, he's just like. Uh, watching her from across the building and basically saying like, "Oh, you look tired, Jason, you sleep or something like that." And um, in the in like halfway through this next movie, that scene kind of plays out 
from a different perspective. Mm. And, oh, okay. But it's a little bit weird because, you know, I, I kind of assumed, hey, oh, that scene. It's someone like, looking before. out a window and they're like, hey, is that Jason Bourne? He's talking to someone. <laughs> oh, two maybe characters, he's talking to yeah, the woman in there. It's two characters we've never been introduced to before. Just like, hey, is that Jason Bourne? <laughs> that are, guy, are we supposed to be looking for that guy? Yeah. I think it's especially weird because, like, it's 10 years later or whatever that they're filming this. So, mm-hmm. like, why would you expect that from the, the first movie? He's, like, calling her back 10 years later or something. Right. See, like I attempt to keep telling you these universe things. They got to make it all connect. The Borniverse. <laughs> yes, and I know that there's sequels, but... Um, and then I watched Concrete Cowboy. With you said Kong, it... and I immediately was like, oh? Oh. <laughs> Concrete. Concrete Cowboy. Yeah. Kong Skull Island Crete Cowboy. Yeah, the, the that's the next movie in the MonsterVerse. <laughs> they paved paradise and put up a parking lot. Concrete Skull Island. <laughs> Ouch. Um, but Concrete Andrew, Cowboy. Well, I, well, I don't know if he liked it, but he it affected him in some oh. way. Yeah, he did snort. Yeah. Uh, Concrete Cowboy. Robert, has... I love you. <laughs> Here we go. Good app. Good app. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it going. Concrete Cowboy stars Idris Elba as a gunslinger. Uh, he's I, the did gun- see a tra- I saw a trailer for this. He's the gunslinger. It's the Dark Tower sequel. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even realize the universe is combined. Yeah, yeah. Once again. Dark Tower's uh, the nexus, bro. So he, like, his son, the, like, one of the kids from um, Stranger Things. Yes, yeah. Billy Bobby Brown. Uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the son. Uh, <laughs> it gets in trouble, uh, gets kicked out by his mom and, and goes to Idris Elba, his father, who um, like he hasn't really known his whole life. And Idris Elba is living in Philly in a place where they have a horse stable. It's, it's strange, but apparently like totally real, like based on an actual thing that goes on in philadelphia where there's like a history of of black horse wranglers yeah you thought uh you thought the the upside down was strange wait till you see this yeah wait till you see the the horse you thought emma gorgon was crazy check out a horse (laughs) it is weird though it's on it's not unsettling or anything like that but it's it's odd to see a uh horse just running down a a city block right and they're like Hosing him off in the state. Not since Lil like Nas uh, music video, I would say. Uh, right? I missed that one. I was too busy watching him in lap dance the the devil. Mm. That's the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like. I prefer the the bigger Nas. Uh, <laughs> but as Kevin Sorbo says, uh, disappointed. Don't, no, <laughs> he said, "Why are people boycotting this? If you don't, if you don't like it." Don't watch it or something. No, he he was talking what? about Chick Fil A. <laughs> yeah, he said something about he was comparing Lil Nas X to Chick Fil A, and he said like people are saying that, like the same people who are saying that we shouldn't be criticizing Lil Nas X are the same people who boycotted Chick Fil A. But if you don't like Chick Fil A, just don't eat there. <laughs> also, very uh, very cool, Kevin Sordo to be comparing a a black artist to a fried chicken restaurant. God. Kevin Sorbo, uh, in it again. Yeah, the thing is, the best among the, us. It's it's too bad. Kevin Sorbo's got a following. Like there were a lot of likes to that tweet. Mm-hmm. Tweet. 
that tweak that as he tweaked out. He tweaked, a lot yeah. of people liked it. And then, uh, yeah, it was a good movie though. I, I recommend uh, Concrete Cowboy. Kevin Sorbo uh, not in it. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Sorbo's not in it. I do not. This is for for serious. I do not recommend that surf movie where the girl loses an arm to a, a shark bite that Kevin Sorbo was in. That movie is garbage. <laughs> Soul Surfer. Soul Surfer. That's yeah. the one. I watched about five minutes of it, and it was way too much. A gift to the uh, garbage well, can. Did, Soul Surfer. Did Train do a yeah. cover of Hey Soul Sister for that movie? <laughs> do Hey Soul Surfer. Oh, maybe that's going to be our next episode. Soul Surfer. You just said we do bad, and you don't want to watch it. I'm a glutton for punishment. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I've got better bad movies than that. I also watched Concrete Skull Island, but we can talk about that when we uh, talk about Godzilla. Sure, sure. And that's it. That's it for me. How cool. about you, All Andrew? Right. Uh, I watched the the Joss Whedon Justice League. Oh boy! So this was the first time after you had seen the Snyder Cut. Well, yeah, I, I've seen. I'd previously seen the Joss Whedon Justice League on an airplane, I believe. Um, but this was the first time since the Snyder Cut that I'd seen. The Whedon version of the movie. I know you guys disagree. I stand by. I think it. I think the Snyder cut's better than the Joss Whedon version, despite it being double the length. Um, yeah, I do. I and like when I say this, I'm gonna say this again. I don't think the Snyder cut is good, but I do no, think I, it is. I do think it is better than the Joss Whedon version. Yes, my my thing is basically like it's like inches for me. Yeah, I, I it's not like a it's not like a a ten out of ten versus like a five out of ten. It's exactly. like a it's like a six it's, out of ten versus a five. It's out a of movie 10. that like it's clear that someone came in, tried to put their style in, and it seems patchworky and and like weird, and it doesn't fully work. But it's movie length, right? <laughs> and it's almost like it's bizarre to see. And then you have Snyder's complete vision, which is like almost transcending a movie at that point. And, Six but also like thing. Yeah, but also like the the Snyder cut is also patchworky and weird and doesn't work. But like it just, I think like it is it is the difference between having one director's sort of like it. You know, it it to me it sort of feels like how uneven the the sequel trilogy of Star Wars is, where it's like one director's vision, another director's vision, then back to the original director's vision. And having one director versus a second director kind of mishmashing things together, I think it just is a little more cohesive. And I, I uh, think that's funny because I was going to compare it to Star Wars in a different way. That it was more <laughs> like those movies that George Lucas had people telling him no during. Like mm-hmm. those ones turned out because other directors and friends and stuff like that were able to say like, you know, hey, let's reel this back. Like, let's let's do it this way. This way makes a bit more sense. Sure. Let's do it like that. And then when he had full control, it was just bad shit and it mm-hmm. was garbage. And that's how I feel about the Snyder Cut. Is that like, it it didn't work. There were plenty of things that needed more clarification. There were a bunch of things that needed to be edited for sure. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I felt like Joss Whedon accomplished most of that. The only part that I felt was like really patchwork was the uh like steppenwolf stuff that seemed like it was just tossed in there especially like at the very beginning when the parademon explodes and 
like creates three mother boxes on the wall in his <laughs> blood, like his green, yeah. bright green blood. Like that was the stupid, that really felt like, oh my God, how do I get rid of about an hour and a half worth of uh, exposition? exposition. Yeah. It is funny I'll to be like, explode. yeah, like dark side's probably like, God, it is so annoying that when my demons blow up, it reveals <laughs> the freaking mother boxes. Yeah. It's hey, like I'm that. not saying it's it's good, <laughs> but it, yeah, but like you're like you're saying, it also certainly cuts out a lot of, ch- you know, chaff from yeah. that. So the the mm-hmm. other the other thing I didn't I didn't guess I didn't really realize how different Steppenwolf looks in the two different movies. He's an entirely different character, yeah. in both and of them. That's what I'll give Snyder. It, he looks way better. That yeah. little uh, pug face yeah. is so cute. Versus like the like like decrepit old man Steppenwolf that he is. In the... he looks more like he's supposed to be. Well, because I think there's versions of Steppenwolf. There's just like it's just like a guy. Yeah. In the comics, so it's like it's weird. They kind of went with like a sort of humanish alien in the in the other what the original cut, the theatrical cut, and then this one is. Still like weird, like yeah, like weird pug eyes and <laughs> moving puppy. armor. Although, like, uh when he loses his armor and he's just kind of like rock alien. He only takes I, it off to bow to dark side, which yeah. is funny. <laughs> but I think it's a good look. I, I might have preferred if he was just that the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the movies I've seen. Movie I've seen. Let's go to some TV. <laughs> TV shows we've seen. <laughs> we've seen. Uh, Robbie, go ahead. Other than a whole lot of Simpsons, like I told you guys before the pod, um, I'm still on that Invincible train. I think we're on Ooh. episode four or five oh, now. Shit. I felt I just completely forgot about the show after those first three episodes. You gotta Uh-oh. get back on the show. Uh-oh. I think you episode it, Friday. Yeah, it might only be four at this point. And I think it's a pretty short. I tried to look at. I'm trying to remember when I looked it up. It might be an eight episode season or a I think ten. It's ten. Yeah, maybe it's eight or eight or ten. It's not long. Yeah. And I'm hoping. I hope it does well, or the momentum keeps up, and it uh, they pick it up for another season. Because I would love to see. I don't think it would take them long. I would love to see them just adapt the whole comic. Yeah. I might have to catch up on the comics because I, <laughs> I think I stopped around when he got that new suit. The blue suit. Well, I've got spoilers. Yes. Yeah. That's like um, that's like issue like fifty, right? I think so. What are they at? They finished at like a hundred and hundred and hundred. I don't remember what the episode was count was or yeah, the issue count was, but it must have been like in the hundreds. Yeah, because yeah. issue uh, got them all. If you need a max, maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. How long I, does he keep the suit? I think you I think you did read past that because I have up to this is like stuff that listeners don't give a fucking shit about, but I have like. <laughs> the trades up to like issue 80 something. And then I had just have the issues past that. And I've, I've definitely lent you issues of then invincible. I must, I must have, read, I, I just put them to the side and then gave them back to you and said, those are great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Guess I'm not reading those. I <laughs> can't wait to fake this to him. Yeah. Just so you, just for cred. I just want yeah. you to respect. Wow. Me, like, yeah. Read when Robert and I have invincible. our separate text chain without you, just like Max really read those comics. Big respect. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. And then I just called myself out here on the pod. Yeah. Dang. You know what? Damn. Yeah, I'm texting Robert right now. Big respect for calling himself out. <laughs> I must I must have read him then. I think I just took a break at that fish because sure. I don't like I don't like the new suit. Me neither. But anyway, we'll see if it shows up in the show. Yeah. 
Is that it for TV for you, Rob? Yeah, that's all I'd seen other than, yeah. yeah. Max, what about you? Uh, I watched a show called Seven Seconds, which has in heaven in it. And oh, yeah, seven minutes in the closet. Uh, that's what it's minutes. Called, right? <laughs> um, she told me it was seven seconds. <laughs> my wife, my wife, my wife. All right, that's good. Good, good riff. <laughs> Good riff, boys. Here we go. <laughs> Seven seconds uh, has Regina King in it. It's uh, by the the writer, I think, maybe the director, someone involved in uh, the killing, which stars uh, Rick Flag from Suicide Squad. And um, it was a good one. It was a it was a series about, and it's I think it's just the one arc. I don't know if they're going to continue with it. I don't think they are but maybe um it's about a a boy a uh, a young black boy uh riding a bike gets hit by a police officer in his car and then the police officer and his squad mates cover it up and so it's kind of like the um it's from the the perspective of the police officers from the parents Regina King is uh, his mother mm-hmm. and the uh, like the detec- the detectives and the prosecutor who are trying to like uncover kind of what actually happened and and then the court case uh, as it happens it's pretty pretty good yeah it's very good it's, it was interesting to watch uh, during the George Floyd yeah was, um, I trial. also would like to say uh, Good job cutting me off from that bit because it was inappropriate for the for the subject matter. So, yeah, I didn't really know how to how to spin that into. <laughs> it's a, a simple shut up will do. <laughs> that w- that would have felt a little harsh though. You're I mean, just like, oh, ha, ha, thing called seven seconds. Shut the. F- <laughs> uh, the other thing I watched was a couple episodes of Psych. Yeah. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was pretty fun. I don't. It's it's weird going. It feels like it's back a little ways, right? It feels like a show from a while ago. Mm-hmm. I think it is. It is. It's it's yeah. been off the air for I think over ten years. So okay, <laughs> yeah, a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I call it that. Uh, but it's it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I also watched the first episode of The Nevers. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Joss, that looked cool. Joss Whedon one. Yeah, it is. It's called, oh, it's Whedon. It's <laughs> It started out Whedon. I guess he's already gone before this, but he he directed, wrote, and like created. He put his name on the end of it a bunch of times, but I I think by the end of this season, he's not going to be involved in it at all. Sure. And it's an interesting show. Got a lot of like as you're watching it, you go, oh that guy, oh that guy, oh that person, mm-hmm. you know, oh her, oh. and then a lot of people that look like other people. Like one of the the main actresses really looks like Anne Hathaway, but is not Anne Hathaway. I would not be surprised if they were related, except I think she's British. But who knows? Um, so she's maybe related to Anne Hathaway from uh, The Hustle. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Anne Hathaway. Famously British in The Hustle. <laughs> in, isn't it? Uh, it's impeccable. Thank I you. haven't been to Britain, but I feel like I have Well, now. I have, so. You just have so, to trust me. You just have to trust me. We can trust this. People, yeah. hey, people ask Andrew for directions there. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, you're that guy? It sounds like he's a real, he's a cockney uh, guy who like, lives around here. Just a bit round the, round the bend, isn't it? 
Oi, oi, Malloy. Governor. Huh? Careful, oh. this is Ripper's territory. <laughs> huh? The old the killer who's gone? <laughs> uh, uh, gotta go. Chip, chip, chip. What, ti- what time period do you think you're in, sir? <laughs> and then smoke bomb. <laughs> oh, yeah, I played Assassin's Creed. Which that's one right. was that? Syndicate? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then I slit their throat from behind. Hurrah. Hurrah. Just Ripper. like in Assassin's Creed. Yes. Uh, I also watched The Irregulars, which is another British period piece that uh, deals with, um, different with supernatural. To- different toilets. Wait, what was, what was the one you just said? Nevers. The Nevers and the Irregulars? Yes. It's weird. It's it's like that, like, Shark's Tale and uh, Bug's Life and the other ones. I think it was Bug's Life and Ants. Bugs Life and Ants, Shark's Shark's Tail, and the other one that uh, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, yeah, yeah. That it, like they, I I think in that case it actually was like scripts that got leaked or like Armageddon, somebody... Deep Impact, mm-hmm. Volcano, yeah. Dante's Peak. We will. Hey, those, we hate to see it. Those DreamWorks ones though, like actually somebody left the company and and took kind of the ideas right. with them. I was like, but, okay, it's like, it's like a, I don't know what the name is, but it's like a fish trying to find uh, someone. God, yeah, I don't remember. I don't know, it's like a tail that has sharks in it. A tail with sharks, huh? Will Smith, I think, <laughs> right? We'll get Scott Ackerman so. to write it. Anyways, Anyways, Max. It's me. Nevers and the Irregulars, they're both very similar. Uh, Irregulars is kind of interesting in that it takes, it's, it has, um, Sherlock Holmes and Watson in it and Mycroft, I guess, but I only watched the first episode. Mycroft's not in there until later. Um, but it's, it's from the perspective of the like urchin kids that he kind of pays off to, to like give him information and keep him in the loop and stuff like that. But they're going off and solving these, uh, these like mysteries w- relating to the supernatural. And the, mm-hmm. the first the villain of the first episode is the mountain from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh. So they just had to nope. appeal to kids by putting in Minecraft? Is that what you said? My, oh Minecraft. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> Minecraft. Okay. <laughs> wah, wah. Oh, boy. And now I'm realizing it's not the mountain. Who's the mountain's brother? Uh, the Grant, uh Sandor Clegane? Yeah, Clegane. The, the hound? The hound, that's right. He was the, the villain. Big difference. Big difference, yeah. One big rock, rock, one little pup. Also, it's not really specific if I said the mountain because he's played by two different people, so you wouldn't... Yeah, but we know you meant later season mountain when he was actually... Uh... Do you? What Maybe I actually not. meant was the hound, so <laughs> you're, you're wrong. Guys, what um, are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I haven't watched The Thrones. Game no. of Thrones, you Game. know. You're from, it. You're from oh, Great Britain. Game of Thrones, isn't it? All right. Uh, I also watched about half an episode of uh, Ewoks and it was terrible. Oh, they put that stuff oh, on Disney right. Plus. Yeah, that show yeah, that's cool. There's a rumor. I don't know if you guys heard that uh, some new content is going to be hitting that on uh, May the fourth. What, what content are we talking about? You have a very the, very cheeky grin on your face. The like commissioned and completed but never aired Star Wars detours show. Which is all like weird, like look up Star Wars detours. They look, it looks bizarre. Like the style the is all like, they look like weird, like uh, uh, bobblehead characters. 
but it's all just like bits. It's just pure like weird robot chicken-ish kind Dude. of show. <laughs> what? Oh. Oh wow, we're getting the live. Yeah, yeah. The live reaction from from Max. I am not excited for this. <laughs> oh, they put Greedo in a Lando wig. What the hell? I don't. It's a lot of episodes too. I want to say I don't remember if if you're on a page to see that, but um, yeah, so here, they were I'm all just, just like shelved. They never saw yeah, the light so if of you're, day. If you're a wishy washy about getting Disney Plus, uh, here here's a reason to sign up. Well, and what we're talking about too is they did release the. Uh, both of the Ewok movies, some of the Ewok cartoon, mm-hmm. and then also like the single animated like Boba Fett short from the holiday special. <laughs> oh, and the Gendi Tartatowski Clone Wars. All that yeah. stuff is yeah. on there. So that's cool. Yeah. So I'm glad I like them to embrace the weirder stuff or the stuff that was getting tied up in, you know, contracts or some stuff. That's, mm-hmm. they, people are completionists. They want it all. Max do- is still reacting to all this uh well, I just I think it's funny that they they chose to put the animated part of the holiday special, like saying basically like this is all you're gonna get. Like, uh-huh. Stop asking about the holiday special. This is the only part you're gonna watch, anyways. So also the holiday special it. is bad. So like it, yeah, it's they, terrible. But I mean, so is the Ewoks cartoon. Yeah, that's I would true. say probably the the holiday special is more watchable than the Ewoks cartoon that's, from what I've seen so far. That's harsh. That's very harsh. Yeah. Check check it out. Give it a shot. See what you think. Yeah, Maybe you'll think differently. Um, but I kind of hope they release the droids TV show. I still haven't seen that one. The one that was like in that same style from the mm. um, the Wookiee, whatever the wandering Wookiee, the animated thing, the first appearance of Boba Fett. Yeah, same yeah. style as that. Same art, uh, but follows um, C three PO and R two D two. I think mm. it's probably also trash. I think there's probably a reason why they don't release it so people like me don't say oh i watched half an episode think of the memes (laughs) they we need new material we need new material from 80 like 1980 hey they just had that that like russian version of lord of the rings just hit the internet and people going crazy i did see uh star wars had been translated into navajo and i watched a, a little clip of that pretty cool interesting that's cool is that it for you for TV, Max? Yeah, that's all I've seen. How about you, Andrew? Uh, so my wife's been watching Station 19, which is a Grey's Anatomy spinoff about a fire oh. station. Um, supposedly the fire station that's on Interbay, or right there on uh, like 15th, where it turns in Interbay, there's like a newer fire station kind of across the street from the golf course. Mm. Hmm. So okay. it, it's supposedly that fire station, but it's also like the 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 geography of that whole universe it's also right by the space needle too so whatever um it, it's it it's hitting the like sweet spot of like melodramatic and corny but the hard part about Grey's Anatomy for me is that they they show so much like gross medical stuff like oh we need to you know we need to intubate this patient now cut open it you know it's like ah i don't want to see this shit so mm-hmm. Um, I I do enjoy watching it with her when I get a chance to not catching up every episode with her but um, so that's been fun I've made my way almost all the way through Star Trek Deep Space Nine watching every episode of that um, which has been a fun rewatch I there's certain like character relationships that <clears throat> because I sort of like skipped around when I was watching it before it's kind of more gratifying to see the 
like the relationship between like Kira and Cisco develop because mm-hmm. in the beginning she's really tre- like tentative around him because he's like this religious figure to the Bajorans, but also she he's like the station commander. So having like f- like four seasons of them like sort of building this friendship was a, was very gratifying to watch. But so that's been fun. And then uh, Hulu put up the documentary series Dark Side of the Ring which is a pro wrestling documentary series that sort of like gets into this really fucked up stories in pro wrestling history. It's very good. Um, It was done by vice and the people that they get, I mean, some of them are full of shit and, and say stupid stuff, but for the most part, it's a very well done documentary series. And if you are at all interested in the, the, nefarious end of pro wrestling dark side of the rings very good and so that's i don't that was on hulu that's on hulu yeah uh so that's it for me for tv guys let's get into the main movie let's talk about godzilla versus kong max is getting ready to to spark up yeah when you gonna play the music man For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match That's right, we saw Godzilla vs. Kong uh, The true mash of the monsters Hell yeah It should have been the subtitle of the movie The true mash of the monsters Godzilla vs. Kong Starring Kong and Godzilla And... Coach wrong order, well, wrong order, but no, sure. Sorry, sure. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, in terms in terms of screen time, I think Kong gets a little more screen time than Godzilla. Yeah, kind of, uh, kind of weird. Uh, but also Kyle Chandler, Millie Bobby Brown, uh, Rebecca Hall, Alexander Skarsgård, and the rest. Uh, it was nice that um, oh, what is that guy's name? The guy from Fringe, Lance Reddick makes like a Lance Reddick. He, uh, like, Julian Dennison a- from um. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder People and Hunt Deadpool the Wilder People, yes, yeah, and Christmas Chronicles too. Former uh, Gentleman Overlords veteran, hell yeah, <laughs> and Deadpool too as well. Yeah, good to see you again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good to see you again. Uh, so before we get into the movie, would you guys recommend people watch Godzilla versus Kong? Well, it's still free with HBO Max right now, right? For like two more weeks, I think. Two more weeks. I'd say it's. Uh... Well, we'll get into it, but I think it's a uh, big dumb fun. I feel mm-hmm. like some folks might find it forgettable, but I think it's uh, I think it's worth checking out, especially if especially if you've been following any of these movies to any with any interest and want to see big monsters fight. Mm-hmm. Max, yeah. what about you? I feel like I'm one of those people who would call it forgettable. Uh, I I it's not a strong recommendation. If you're going to watch something, watch Kong Skull Island. Uh, if you've already seen that, then yeah, maybe go ahead and watch it while it's free. Yeah, uh, Kong. I Godzilla. I think I'm with you, Max. I, to me, it's it's more Godzilla King of the Monsters than it is Kong Skull Island, and mm. um, it's I I was I was thinking the same thing. Like about an hour and ten minutes into the movie, I was just like, "Have I been tracking any of this? Like what? Like it's just like it's. I mean, so 
yeah, it's a soft recommendation for me. I think like if you like big, dumb, you know, clunky monsters fighting each other, then it's, it serves its purpose for, you know, roughly 20% of this movie. <laughs> and then the rest <laughs> is like, you know, a bunch of like people running around and trying to, uh, okay, we'll get into the dumb parts of this movie, but, um, so <laughs> the, like I, it's, yeah, it's, it's, in the way that, like, I really appreciated Kong Skull Island for, like, having, like, a really unique personality in these kinds of movies, they just, this movie lost that charm. It's just, like, it's it's so much more the Godzilla King of Monsters where it's just, like, the the humans are all forgettable, faceless, nameless people in service of Godzilla fighting big monsters. And that was sort of this movie two and that's evident because none of the characters from kong skull island make an appearance in this movie Mm -hmm. and they they in fact at the big like offhandedly wipe out a whole society essentially Mm -hmm. in a single comment oh yeah they were hit by a storm (laughs) those people who lived on kong skull island they're all dead but there's this one girl who's not i i i I figured I must have missed that line at some point because I was like, there's just no way that they said, like, like the storm that roils around it, like moved over. And that was like in like what the seventies or whatever. So they said sometime between then and now it moved and she was the only survivor. Right. Yeah. So anyways, oops, oops. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie it's, it's big, it's big and dumb and fun in parts. I wouldn't say it's big, dumb fun, but it is fun in parts. The, the parts with the big dumb, big dumb monsters fighting each other is fun. Um, I did get a laugh, whether it was justified or meant to be this kind of laugh. When the movie opens with Kong sort of like waking up and like, you know, doing his morning routine was funny. But I don't know if it's funny for the reasons that they wanted it to be funny. Um, but I did get a chuckle out of it. And like, I don't know, the, the like... The 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 parts where Kong and Godzilla are not on screen are so forgettable. Even though I like Millie Bobby Brown as an actress, I like uh, was it what, Julian? What's his last name? Dennison. Yes, I like he's I love like I'm so excited to see him continue to like yeah for sure be an actor. He's he has like he has great comic timing. His charm is evident on screen, so I'm really excited to see him continue. You know, Rebecca Hall, I think, is always good and stuff. And it was very interesting to see Alexander Skarsgård not be a dirtbag for once in a project. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's just like, it's just forgettable humans running around, being boring, waiting for two monsters to fight each other. Now, are you sure, Andrew, that you're just not taking uh, offense because one of the main characters is an annoying podcaster? <laughs> okay, I did. I did. I was. I was thinking about. I should make a comment about like this. This loser, the lowest of the low, a podcaster. I also but, like, and it's, you know what's funny too. It's like it's also it's also then Millie Bobby Brown is like into his podcast and then tries to get Julian into it by like making him listen on a car I know, trip. I know, so funny. <laughs> I also thought it was funny that. Um, this this guy who's like on the fringes of the internet and doesn't want to be caught did bother to submit his podcast to Apple so that like you know she's able to listen to it on her podcasting app like it's not like she's 
pulled it up on a browser. She has it's it on not, the Yeah, full... it's not like on like a, a secret ham radio frequency <laughs> right. either. He's just openly, you yeah. know, he's openly attacking these he had to like enter like, his... I understand the real inner work. Yeah, he had to enter his email address to Apple and like submit and go through the process of like, they're like, your podcast has been approved. Well, but you don't understand, Andrew, he was also wearing, uh, didn't he have the the tinfoil or something at one point? I was trying to remember. Did he have Did he have a tinfoil hat or something? Or he was he making have. fun of it? Yeah, he may I have. I don't think he did. I think he's just a conspiracy theorist, and they named him Bernie. And I assume his last name was Bro. And <laughs> B-R-A-U-X. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, was, uh, he, he had all these theories, and they all turned out to be true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I thought it was weird that they tossed Millie Bobby Brown with like two comic relief sidekicks mm-hmm. at the same time who were both like kind of competing with each other. And I didn't think that that worked like anytime that scene came up, like the that section, I thought it was probably the, the low light of the movie. Despite but, the both of like Ber- both Bernie and Julian's character being like they're both good in it, like in their roles, if they were, I think like mm-hmm. if like. Bernie had gone off with like Rebecca Hall and then like Julian was with Millie Bobby Brown and like Alexander Skarsgård or something. If they had like mixed those, those pairings up, Mm, I think it would have been a little more, there would have been a little more distribution and like they would have both been allowed to be funny in their own separate ways. But yeah, you're right. The fact that they kind of bonk up against each other and they're both trying to like be comedy alpha dog is, and they also are like the very much like, they're the ones who like accidentally stumble into and then and also have a big pl- plot point of like stopping everything too. But it's all kind of like they all kind of like stumble their way into I it. I can't wait to talk about that scene. It okay, just, it very much feels like interruptions every time the humans show up. I I had a like uh, slight interest in the girl communicating with yeah yes that that was somewhat interesting but like everything else involving humans was like forgettable boring just like it it really felt like all right let's get back to to kong essentially and honestly like i didn't think godzilla was anything in this movie no either except for a punching bag for kong they gave kong a personality they like he felt pain he was being manipulated he had these things to him uh godzilla like when when kong got punched you felt like oh no like why like godzilla you don't understand like mm-hmm. kong is a good guy you shouldn't be doing like you had those feelings for him right like he you would connect to him but godzilla when he got punched it was just a, a kaiju getting punched right it, there's like really nothing uh-huh. to it it's, you didn't feel like oh this this is a shame and you didn't even feel like he felt it like they would give mm-hmm. uh kong the like they would animate those the the pain into it right like his face would would scrunch up and you could tell he would like grab his shoulder or something if it got hurt and so you could you would feel for him Mm -hmm. nothing like that with godzilla robert disagrees uh and so i'll keep talking as long as i can they filibuster this yeah Uh, i mean i i want i like godzilla a lot and he uh there can be only one king you know what i'm saying oh boy (laughs) Hey, they call him King of the Monsters for a reason. I'm not saying I don't want Godzilla to win. I'm saying they didn't do anything to to bring humanize the giant nuclear lizard. Well, they did do it with Kong. I mean, like, like you know, there's no. It's easier with a monkey though. For sure, there's a scene where like they're fighting in the in the sea, and like 
Kong's desperately trying to like get air and Godzilla keeps like pulling him back down and like the look of like desperation on Kong's face is like that I And the triumph on Godzilla's face. Like, <laughs> yeah, when he's like, ah, got him. We have I mean we can talk about that later, but Godzilla has a laugh at one point that I really enjoyed. <laughs> and that yeah, and they that that humanized it for me. Yeah. It was the same it was the same laugh at the end of the Snyder cut with Joker. <laughs> Offers to give King Kong a reach around. <laughs> That's what he was doing in the water. <laughs> he kept bringing him back down because he's Get like, "Get the fuck off me!" <laughs> um, do we want to go over the plot? The plot is wild. I mean, the plot is basically that there's a there's an energy company that is that is trying to get to Hollow Earth to 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 sort of mine the energy from there. Mm-hmm. The they this group sort of unwillingly is manipulating Kong into showing them where it is. And meanwhile, like I, the thing I didn't quite get was what is, what is, is Godzilla's uh, motivation that he's sensing that like, there's something in amiss. The, and so he's like killing everybody. In, sight. Well, in that first scene in that first like area that the podcaster guy goes to, it all ends with it being destroyed and him seeing like, I thought it was like the eye of, the big thing at the end. Right. Um, but uh, that's what I assumed it was. And it, remember in, in King of the Monsters, they had like that orca thing that could like attract the kaiju. Mm-hmm. So I assumed it was something like that. Like they were they were drawing or using energy that was causing him to like come and attack them. And sure. I think what it ultimately ends up being is they were tapping into that Ghidorah stuff. Yeah. Um, which is another wild plot point that we mm-hmm. can talk about. But they have yeah. not Ghidorah's brain his skull they have his one of his one of his skulls one of his skulls and i assume them tapping into that power is what is causing him to go off and be like i'm the alpha whoa wait whoa whoa i've defeated everyone else what the fuck is this yeah because he's never been like just straight up attacking the humans it's always been these like titan things going on so that's what i thought the whole the whole thing was precipitated on so they're trying to get this energy from hollow earth they trick kong into showing them where it is and then they're using that energy to power their own titan which is of course uh just aptly named by by julian dennison's character in the heat of the moment uh mecha godzilla yeah, what does he say? Does he say like it's a Robo Godzilla? He's like, no, it's a Mecha Godzilla. No, yeah, he says oh, it's he, another. The Bernie Bernie says that. Yeah, he Bernie says, says it's, it's a, a it's a robot. Godzilla. It's a robot Godzilla. And then Julian's like, no, it's Mecha Godzilla. I thought that line was so stupid. It's really bad. It's it, <laughs> I mean, it's always hard you're, you're to like wrong. name. It's not a robot. Actual... It's a Mecha. Yeah, it reminded me of the line from Godzilla King of the Monsters in the trailer where they go, "Oh my Godzilla." Like, oh, you know, yeah. just like, this is, this is too much. Um, but it's better uh, just to like have them have a name and not say like where they got the name from. Right. Usually. Yeah. So it all leads up to basically it, it's, it's Batman versus Superman with Godzilla and Kong because they're having a misunderstanding. These are two world powers that if they could just get along, they could really beat the real bad guy, which of course ends up being Mecha Godzilla capitalism capitalism yes i mean why did you yes. say mothra <laughs> yeah <laughs> i did i did i did send you guys that meme of uh of like a godzilla like pounding kong yeah. into the ground it says save martha um <laughs> and it is like i mean it's almost shot for shot that whole thing where it's just like he's pounding shot him for in, shot and then but then he yeah shot for shot it's just like superimposed superman and batman's face um 
Except this time it was in four by three. The way it's supposed to be. Um, yeah, so they 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 have a misunderstanding and they must team up to defeat the the true bad guy, capitalism slash Mecha Godzilla. I mean, my main favorite thing in the movie was that Godzilla never lost, which I thought was cool. He well, um, he uh, you you forgot there is one part where Alexander Skarsgård even says, "I guess round two went to Kong." Yeah, he doesn't. He's not a referee that I know of. <laughs> he's not. So a, that's oh. not. Godzilla was definitely like take. He was like slowed down, but he got back up and he brushed himself off. I, and then he knocked Kong down so hard that he was about to die from a fucking heart attack. So <laughs> me, you know what? You know what, Robert? I uh, round two wasn't even over. He I called re- it early. I retract. I retract. He is not a licensed judge. Um. So you're right. I was also just thinking like. I mean, I know it's just we're in the middle of hollow earth and there's floating rocks and like the sky and mountains are doubled up and stuff. But like, how big are each of them height wise? And do I just think that like aircraft carriers are like bigger than I think? Because it just doesn't even seem like the two of them could stand on one of those at the same time. When you see them in a city, hardly any buildings are taller than them. And then they're on these aircraft carriers. And I was like, it seems like, that's like a shield helicarrier. Like I can't, like it doesn't other, seem like big enough. The other weird thing that was, that sort of reminded me of that, um, that, that thought is like, um, Ghidorah's skull doesn't Ooh. seem that much bigger than Millie Bobby Brown. Like they walk into that room where the skull is and they're just kind of like, they stand next to it and they can like look through it and see the guy who's like hooked up to the brain machine that's powering <sighs> Mecha Godzilla. But like it's it's barely bigger than like a like a bedroom dresser. His skull. I was just like, what? Like, well, that's the skull part of it. And then on top of that, there's just a ton of muscle. So it's, it <laughs> it looks like it's it should He's be like buff as hell in the bigger. head. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. The, yeah. He just has a really small skull and just like doesn't like yeah. Um, so I would like to I would like to comment on I think the dumbest part of the movie, okay. which is that um, <clears throat> so in order to to pilot Mecha Godzilla. They have, I think he's supposed to be the son of Ken Watanabe's character from he is. He King is, of the Monsters. Yes. Like, barely goes named in this movie. He has almost nothing to do other than to pilot the thing and then get electrocuted and fried to death. Um, the machine that he is powering, they're trying to figure out how to power it down so that they can stop Mechagodzilla. Their solution is to pour liquid onto the computer. So it's essentially like, did you try unplugging it? Like, what are we doing here that, like, they created this supercomputer to power their their Titan that would, that, like, <clears throat> is supposed to, you know, help them, I don't know, be richer somehow. And there's no failsafe from water. Breach. <clears throat> yeah, it was dumb. Well, it wasn't water. It was expensive whiskey. Oh, that sure, sure, sure. Ashes. I think the secret was that the ashes of a loved one were in it. And that's, <laughs> I think, love. The is ghost. What the ghost of his lo- of his ex wife went in yes. and just yeah, yeah. It, that she, she was a hacker. <clears throat> that was so. Um, I could not believe that was what fell. Mecha Godzilla was. Maybe we tried pouring stuff on it. I didn't like turn him off. It just gave them the opportunity to it like take him out. But it yeah. is very silly. And it's also like in a movie, in movies where I don't know how you could make these movies just be monster fights, like justifiably. You have to have like some keystone people running around and commenting on it. They're always the least interesting part. Mm-hmm. And some groups of people, like you mentioned, maybe would have worked better than others. 
Um, if you want to see it work, the thing is, just watch Kong Skull Island. That movie's incredible, and I think it's pretty, it's great. I think like it's widely considered to be mm-hmm. just fantastic, all around fantastic. Like nobody doesn't like that movie. I it, went back it, and I watched it. Pacing is great. You get right in there. As soon as they get to the island, he's swatting yep. down helicopters. Things mm-hmm. are going. Everything's on fire. Uh, like Samuel L. Jackson turns into a maniac. It is so much fun. They do a really good job with that. And that's why, like, right after watching that one, next day I watched this one, I was like, 40 minutes into the movie, I was like, what's, has anything happened yet? Mm. Like, what are we doing here? It You you can have those people in there. You can make those people interesting. Mm-hmm. You can, like, I don't know, maybe it's just editing, cut down the, the things that they're doing, make it happen quickly, give them some actually... Uh, funny or interesting lines don't put two comedic relief guys together and then just like a bunch of super serious a scientist and then i think another scientist like a mm-hmm. discredited scientist who doesn't really act like a scientist ever and speaking of um of skull island it was it so it's hiddleston that's supposed to be the brother of Skarsgård, right oh I is it think so was that what i thought that's because he, he keeps talking about like your brother knew about skull island or knew about hollow earth I but think then he so. tried to go down and the gravity just like immediately crushed him and his entire crew. And I was like, damn, like that's a bad off screen. Yeah. Just like they got owned. This one's like wild too. It's just like they have like floating ships with like laser propulsion mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just like, I mean, I, I mean, good for them, I guess, for just being like, oh, we're going to the hollow earth. It was funny too. They even had like beams like set up in the big icy cave going to like the hollow earth. And it's like, they're perfect for Kong to just swing into. It's great. <laughs> it's so convenient. Um, it, it also didn't seem like they needed Kong down there. Once they got down there, it was just like, oh, that glowing blue mountain. That's that's where we go. Mm-hmm. Like, well, could they not literally get into the chamber that his family was from? And then it showed that they had fought Godzilla's back in the day, but oh, now Godzilla's the only one. That's right. They needed his axe, which yes. is another thing that Godzilla does not need, an axe. Well, it's an axe that's part Godzilla because it's part of like the the scale or tail of of a Godzilla. So it can get, it can be powered up by uh, Hollow Earth energy. Yeah. So Kong needed Stormbreaker in order to defeat Godzilla yeah. and Mecha Godzilla. It's so mm-hmm. like it was just like uh, like I know I know there was probably at no point were they designing the axe and they were like make it look like Stormbreaker, but it's just like. The fact that it's like, you know, the tree wrapping around like a, you know, scale from Godzilla, it's just like, okay. And like, it's like absorbing the energy from Godzilla. And it's just like, uh. I thought it was like, I mean, it's, it's silly and crazy, but yeah. I was like, I, whatever, we're, we've come this far. Um, and those are the parts, like, I think we mentioned earlier, but like, there's a part where maybe he's lost his axe or he tried to, he tried to get Godzilla with it and got blown away. Mm-hmm. And Godzilla, or, King Kong is just running away from Godzilla and he's like blasting after him. And then while he's in the air, Godzilla like hits him with the beam and it burns him and he falls and it comes to Godzilla just going like, <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's really, <laughs> there's also a great part that... where, um, after it's after, uh, God's or King Kong has his heart attack and he nearly dies. He gets back up and he recognizes that his shoulder is separated. And so he pops his shoulder back into socket <laughs> against the building. Oh man. Good thing. It's a good yeah, and thing. And he also looks he has a cut. He has a cut on his knee. So he grabs um he grabs like a big <laughs> art installation and he starts like using it to thread and like yeah. sew, it's sew a, the wound. Yeah, it's up. a good thing he went to physical therapy for all those months to know how to work on his shoulder when he's 
yeah he was using like two guardrails on like a highway and he was like trying to walk and be like oh okay i'm yeah. getting back to yeah. getting back i'm doing yeah. good <laughs> yeah that's i thought that movie had pacing issues the the idea that king kong had to go through that whole physical therapy and we had to follow him through the <laughs> oh, whole because he was literally pacing yeah, yeah just like you know, let's get him and let's get him fighting um, it was it was weird when Godzilla for, or when uh, King Kong first got his axe and he started fighting Godzilla. So like the axe has the ability to absorb uh, King Kong's uh, like mouth blast. Godzilla, other way around. Yeah, it can't it can't absorb banana breath, but it can't absorb the radiation <laughs> from Godzilla. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of uh, Donkey Kong's big old banana horde. Um, <laughs> but Godzilla, okay, so Godzilla's breath and then the. Um, the axe can absorb it. And so Kong is like chasing after him. He's running. He's got the axe up in front of him. And then he jumps and does this big like axe over the head. And Godzilla nicely enough aims at the axe instead of like this huge monkey body coming at him. He's like, okay, there's only one thing that can stop these blasts. I'll aim at that thing. Movie bad guys have notoriously bad aim, Max. You're forgetting. He had great aim because it was always <laughs> it was fully centered on this moving axe, no matter where it was, even if it was like way above this monkey. If I was head. giving it the benefit of the doubt, I would say like by the time the if the beam was already hitting it, it was like drawn into it. That's what I was. I was also, about, yeah, I was about to also ask. like he it's slams Wanda. that that axe down on his face, and I was like, is Godzilla just gonna be like clean? Yeah, just like what's going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's just like he just kind of like collapses into a building. He's like, oh, that was a rough hit. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, hmm, okay, well, that's uh, not even technically round two. Don't yeah. let well, anyone say say <laughs> otherwise. Yeah. Well, it was Wait. one of his own scales. If he could really get uh, that impaled by his scales, he probably would live a pretty tough life. Oh, you're right. Those scales would just cut him in half. Like, ow, damn it. Yeah. Every time he's walking. Yeah. It was like me when my fingernails grow too long. So, <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> the movie ends. They beat up Mechagodzilla. Once the once the the two comic release figure out to pour some liquid on the computer, and then well and then and then Godzilla basically like alley oops him. He's like while while they're being both fought, he charges the axe again so Kong can yeah can, win can the day. cut him and apart. then do the the fastball special. <laughs> and then after they kill Mecha Godzilla, the humans reunite, and then Kong or uh, Godzilla gives Kong a little bit of begrudged respect. And then we we flash forward to Hollow Earth, where the humans and Kong are just living living the life, huh? Hell yeah! So, I can't wait for another one of those. What like th- there can't be more of these, right? Like this is like it's the mon- yeah, I think so. It's not it's, for me. It's the monster, yeah, not for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the monster verse. Like they've created this universe. And this feels like there's not more to this. Like they they have defeated, like Godzilla, I mean, especially, especially because these motherfuckers, yeah, off screen. So they they showed Mothra, they've mm-hmm. shown Mechagodzilla, but like off screen, they just show every single other uh, vi- villain yeah. getting destroyed by Godzilla. They go through, they just show a picture, deceased. deceased okay, deceased. they literally have like a like a March Madness fu- like bracket of like that's true. You know the monsters that Godzilla's gone through and the monsters that Kong's gone through, and then it's like the final matchup. And so like, what more can they do? This is like you know what's funny. I just I just looked up. And it's a 2019 article, but it was like, here's what's coming up in the MonsterVerse. Godzilla versus Kong 2020. It's like, okay, 2021. Godzilla 3, maybe. Maybe. And then it says, and then it says there are more plans for more MonsterVerse movies. <laughs> <laughs> you got to believe uh, me. There's going to be more. 
I yeah. my uh, uh, my friend's uncle said actually that he's seen a couple <laughs> of them already and they're really good. So. <laughs> Here's what I'm looking forward to: the director of Kong Skull Island uh, is directing Doing Kong Hollow Earth. Kong Hollow Earth, and I'm super excited about that. I I can't wait. He's directing a Mobile Suit Gundam, Ooh. like giant robot movie written by Brian K. Vaughn, writer of Why the Last Man in uh, Saga. Mm-hmm. Wow, and Lost, I think. <laughs> yeah, we're just throwing things out that. there. <laughs> Who knows? But anyways, I'm excited for that because Kong Skull Island. I I really think like it's funny because some of these things you think are instant wins, right? Oh, you got a giant. You got a giant monkey fighting a giant lizard. Mm. This is going to be fun. And then you get this movie like, oh, it's a lot of people talking. Uh, the, I mean, they they pretty they did all right with the um, Godzilla versus Kong parts. Like I, I did really enjoy the, especially the water scene, the one where they're jumping around on the, mm. um, that was on the great. aircraft carriers. I liked him also like looking and then like jumping from boom to like mm. from ship to ship. Yeah, I thought the. The effects were really good. I thought that the choreography was really good. I thought that that the it just they did a really good job with that. But Kong Skull Island had all of that, had great pacing, had fun characters, had good cinematography, like that scene where John Goodman is going to pick up Tom Hiddleston and they have like the the like red on one side and, and blue on the other and it just like is very striking. And I feel like they tried to do that again with the scene where they meet up in the um the cafe. Mm-hmm. Millie Bobby Brown with the, the two comic relief. They had the same kind of like striking thing, but it was just them talking and, and drinking water or something like that. Am I wrong? They also did they also have the legendary back the legendary logo behind them while they were eating too? The like movie studio that did the movie. Did oh, they? Geez. As I like a I, I I think it was like the legendary logo is one of the neon lights in the background. It's just like a that now that's an Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> fans talk about how um, easter egg yeah we forgot to mention that like when they tap into the energy in the hollow earth godzilla like senses it and he goes to hong kong and he burrows de- directly down into the chamber mm-hmm. and then kong cl- climbs out of it later yeah i guess you don't need to go through a gravity well that direction no but no or maybe the hollow earth was like right below the surface there <laughs> like it's like under the street and he's like hi hey <laughs> <laughs> down there there's a lot of things that I didn't really get. Maybe I missed it. Like, um, probably not. It probably just didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, maybe it did. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> oh, no, here's here's the one thing I do want to ask because you might have an answer to this, and it might be those clouds, the storm that dissipated. But it it was kind of like the um, the Superman conundrum of the Justice League. So, like in the Snyder Cut, they have years and years where Superman's not on Earth, but dark side is not coming over there and then as soon as superman disappears right then they're like oh now now everything's open now everything's available mm-hmm. because there's no kryptonite there's no krypton no what are they called kryptonian. <laughs> no kryptonian on this planet but there wasn't for for decades for generations mm-hmm. for like thousands of years right and so the same thing with godzilla they're like if if he finds out that that kong exists he's going to come and like do all this damage but like kong skull island was like in the 70s yeah like they they were protecting him with this dome essentially they had a dome over the island to basically keep godzilla off of him but yeah during the 70s why wasn't he coming after him before they built that dome and like why was it godzilla wasn't even like out and operating in the 70s i think all the titan stuff technically happened in the first godzilla right when like the mutos the mutos first came out or whatever right 
So they built this big dome around him just in case Godzilla ever <laughs> got created. And then there, this is like the dome was specifically to protect. Well, when did they from... build the? I don't know when they built it, but I assumed it was. I assumed Monarch made that after. There's a delete, after there's a deleted, Godzilla was on the scene. There's a deleted scene where you find out this is also linked to the Minority Report universe, and they have three <laughs> precogs that showed Godzilla is going to show up one day, and we got to build this dome soon. That's dumb, but I might watch a, a sequel if it if they did <laughs> combine it with Minority Report. Two yeah. movies that I wouldn't want to see a sequel to uh, on their own, but combined, but combined together could be could be interesting. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, yeah, I don't know. It didn't reach the. It's it's really bizarre. Like it definitely just goes crazy with all the weird. We've mentioned plenty of weird stuff in this. And yeah, I feel like the human stuff falls a little flat, but I think there's some good monster stuff. And because it is free with the HBO Max, if you have it, it feels like you could do worse in some situations. If like if you want to put it on and and scan it or put it on the background, I think that's totally fine too. So, Max, what about you? I really hope that HBO decides to make a four-hour version of this movie and <laughs> slow down a few of the fight scenes. The Skull Island cut. Um, oh, if, oh, I would watch that if the if they got the director back from there and he could yeah. reshoot some scenes Hell and yeah. his characters in there. I, yeah, I would watch yeah. that. I will say uh, it clocks in under two hours. It's like hour 50. Um, blessedly short. And like, you know, I can't I mean, I have to imagine they cut out. I, there is like, in fact, I think there's an entire character arc that they cut out from a character from King of Monsters. But like Kyle Chandler's barely in this movie. Like his whole his whole purpose in the movie is to like be on the phone with Millie Bobby Brown. Um so like I I have to imagine they just like a lot of his stuff just got cut, which is thankful because the movie's like the human stuff was just dragging. So. Did you like Lance Reddick in it? Yeah, to to just I, pop in for like 30 like, seconds. The one line. Yeah. yeah. Like it's felt like there was no point like they may as well like had him be on the phone for like as little as he's in it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I, I think there are war. You, you could do worse with your time, but you can also do much, much better too. So um, anyways, that'll do it for us for this one. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.